Never wanting you to let me go Especially when they turn up And try to get me to forget who I am and you It be like they want me dumb when it come to you Never wanting you to let me go Especially when they turn up And try to get me to forget who I am and you It be like they want me dumb when it come to you Never wanting you to let me go Especially when they turn up And try to get me to forget who I am and you It be like they want me dumb when it come to you Never wanting you to let me go Especially when they turn up And try to get me to forget who I am and you It be like they want me dumb when it come to you Always trying to keep me silent like that Owen too This podcast is not a substitute for counseling therapy, nor is it a sermon or teaching production. It is intended for informational purposes only and is purely conversational. Some things are not better left unsaid. I'm your co-host Ishan Burgundy. And I'm co-host Zara Hairston. From relationships to religion, let's discuss taboo topics. Transparently. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Take me to another place. Take me to another land. Make me forget all that hurts me. Help me understand your plan. Won't you help me? Won't you help me? Sing. Won't you help me understand your Sing it, sing it now. Tell me how. Uh-huh. How. Yeah, one more. Take me to. Where? To. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad you said to where. Like a choir director. Take you where now? Peace, where we going? Peace, y'all. That's Arrested Development, if y'all don't know. Yes, how, indeed. How the lyrics go with that? How we start off? Tennessee? Yeah, Tennessee, Tennessee, Tennessee. Y'all are really big, blessed, down and out, losing it. Although I am black and proud, brother got me pessimistic. So, yo, uh, yeah, speech. I'm I'm sorry about that. We 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 butchered butchered the lyrics, but uh, that was a classic record. That was. That was it. Feel good. And I think he was he was crying out to Yah. On yeah, that. he was yeah. talking about oppression and all of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's up, y'all? Just like a Hebrew. Welcome to Transparency, the podcast. Let us know if y'all can hear us, okay? Because we're testing out new a new setup, um, which we didn't get to fully set up, but we at least got the mics. So let us know in the comments if you can hear us. Right. Well. Let us know if we clear. Like if, is it good? Because. We tested it earlier and it was okay, but you know, we don't know. But you know, you usually like to give the most high some honors. What? What you want? What? I'm trying to see. Yours might be. 
Okay. Andriana says y'all sound good. Oh, I don't know if she's. Do we sound good with the singing? Oh, oh Tiffany Moore says perfect. Okay. 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 Great, good. Great, great. Let's say peace to some of y'all. No, no, I definitely didn't sound good with the singing. She wasn't talking about that. No, you you can sing though. You sing on your albums. You can sing though. I get the job done. You put it that. Okay. It right okay. Marcus, oh so polite and shining. Peace. Oh man. Rainy Powell, peace. What you know about that term, get it? I say that all the time, get it. (laughs) Peace, Tiffany Moore. Peace, Andriana. And peace, Paul. Salute, salute. Okay. Shalom, y'all. So I know you like to give the Most High some honor and praise. Yes, first and foremost, we give you honor and glory, Abba. We thank you for another opportunity to do what it is we do here on this podcast and we hope that you are edified while well, your people are edified and that you are lifted up as always let this be a fruitful discussion and something that people can get something good from mm-hmm. all praise to the most high his son yahusha hamashiach and that blessed holy spirit that dwells in us hallelujah Ooh, i love that holy spirit Gotta love the Holy Spirit. Um, so these these conversations are never planned. The titles are pretty much, but the conversations are very transparent. We'll never know where it's gonna go. So we just ask we that don't. the most high will um lead and guide your hearing and let the most high give you understanding because it's not a sermon or a teaching. We just talking. Right. Just it's talking. really just more like opinion and feeling and stuff like that. It's not you know, it's not all deep. Indeed, indeed. So, this was your pick. Explain why this was your pick. This was my pick because it's come to, it's recently come to my attention that there are many people existing, <laughs> existing, on the earth right now at this <laughs> present time in 2023 in the you know on the world's calendar 2000. Three at this time, there are people I, I who still see ex- your beautiful face who, though who still exist that think using their minds, using the brains that the Most High gifted them um, when they were born. For some reason, they come to this this a dreadful conclusion dreadful when they consider um, our music. They've come to the to the the, the dreadful conclusion that you are not writing your own lyrics, but somehow I am writing these lyrics that you so gracefully and very skillfully craft yourself and spiritually. and spiritually. And they try to give me that, uh, uh, pen. Like I, I don't know how you, how you would arrive at that place Ooh. because my wife is is a gifted writer and uh yeah she's she's been rapping since she was a child so yeah i know it's you know for whatever reason like we talked about and i was just you know i was i was just joking but yeah that's the that's the thing though i've had some people hit me and be like Oh yeah, my, I thought Ishan was writing her stuff. I'm like, man, that's that's crazy, but no, 
that's not the case. My wife writes all of her own lyrics. And um, I just want to talk about it, man. You want to talk about how? Why did you want to talk about it? Why did you feel like it, it needed a, um, okay, daughter, my daughter look cute. Where you going? I'm going outside. Okay. Why did you feel the need to ad- address it? Like Because I think uh, it's easy to think that when we think in terms of um, commercial hip-hop, rap music, a lot of um, women who are rappers traditionally throughout the years have had ghostwriters. Is it just women or men too? Men too. Men but too. But you think women Absolutely. more? I think, yeah, I think women more, I, or, or at least that's what's been exposed. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the narrative that's out there. If it's a woman, she probably doesn't write her own uh, lyrics because of you know things that have come out in the past with certain rappers and that type of thing being exposed. So um, when a female so does th- write her, so you her, think people in this supposed to be in this spiritual realm are well. I was going to say, are thinking we borrowing from the world when it's supposed to be a spiritual thing. Because I think spiritually, you should be being led by the Holy Spirit when it comes to your lyrics. But, I was going to say, is we're not supposed to look like the world. But yeah, I think the uh, industry, even Christianity and all that stuff like that, any industry, I think they borrow. Harlem, you got to stop going walking into the camera, bro. Oh, I got to Um that they I don't know why it went off. They just went off. I don't know why they borrow from the world. You know what I'm saying? Like why do we think we have to be like the world in order for something to be fruitful or to be dope or to be like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, if I think for a lot of people the world set the standard. Why? Know, in, in, what is in, that in about? Television, radio, music, they believe that the world has set the standard when I mean the world invented television, so I guess they would have set the standard for that. But in terms of music, like, man, there was Hebrew slaves on them uh, plantations. Singing. Singing. You think they was rapping? They set, Yeah, they, they was rapping. They, they set the standard for all music. I watched a documentary about it. That all music came from slavery. We're talking rock and roll. We're talking R&B. We're talking blues. We're talking pretty much any style of music that you could think of that's come out of America has come from a... I'm trying to bend down. Want to move your chair up? Can, can you... They can hear you, but you like this. Okay, I was, I was trying to get closer to the mic, but... Um, you can move that up. I can't. You can't? Oh, let me see. Just, you can tilt that up. There you okay, go. that's a little better. <laughs> right, thank you. Um, but yeah... We know who we, we know who started this thing, and, and and the slaves that was on them plantations, that was crying out. Uh, a lot of them was crying out to the Most High. Mm-hmm. This is this is the standard, you know what I mean? So so back to what you were saying um, before I so eloquently cut you off. You were saying how you think that it's more women that have lyrics written for them than men, and you were starting to explain why you think that's so. And I just wanted to add real quick, we talked about this a little bit prior to, because this issue came up recently, because my husband shared a clip on his YouTube channel. Um, I think we had wrapped 
Did we we had started shooting Fall Away or or we had wrapped it? We wrapped it. We had wrapped the Fall Away video. If you haven't seen that, which is two years now, two years ago now, almost it's almost two years ago now. But he shared a behind the scenes clip, and people, um, the director that actually shot that video, Juice, which shout out to Juice, he was like, I, I thought he John wrote your stuff too, and <laughs> I was like, what, like. Are you serious? And he's like, yeah, I did. And I was like, nah, man, like I write my stuff. And I'm like, if I hear this one more time, cause he was like maybe the third person that told me. So now I'm like, you when one person tell you like, okay, maybe it's just you. Then the second person you like, okay, maybe it's just them too. But the third person, then you like, whoa, like, so this is a commonality out here. Yeah. And, um, you know, him and I were joking around. I was like, nah, I don't like, you gotta get that out your head. And, it made me feel a little slighted, not juice, but just people, period, when they do that because um, <laughs> it's a history with, with a lot of stuff, just period. But the fact that when I go, usually I go into a closet sometimes, like a lot of it is what it is. I wrote in a closet mm. in Georgia, like our walk-in closet. I was in there writing that. Um, or I go to a hotel or something like that. Or I just, I got to just isolate myself. And when I write, one thing that I shoot to share with my husband, because I had to remind him, is seek the most high for your lyrics. Because there was a time where he didn't do that. And I was like, you need to start asking the most high. like Because he was saying, we talked about one of those lyrics last time with the Monica Lewinsky line. And that was around the time where I started telling my husband, like, yo, you need to ask y'all for your lyrics. Like, don't just be saying these things because some things can come out of our flesh or, or out of these places in us that are like not healed or traumatic or fleshly. And when you have, cause what is the saying? The gift comes without repentance. There are people who have the gift, but they don't operate it from the spirit. So my husband, I felt like he's always had the gift since he was younger, but I was like, you need to like operate that from the spirit because that line I'm highly offended. Like, I can't believe you even said something like that out of your mouth. That means that's in your heart. And him and I went back and forth on that for a while. And then he actually started to ask y'all, like, petition y'all before he started writing songs. Yeah. But that's how I started, though, is petitioning y'all for my lyrics. Because I would be like, I don't really know know what I feel like I want to say. But what do you think people need to hear, y'all? Like, give me the lyrics. And the spirit will really give me the lyrics. So when people say that he wrote my stuff, when I'm pressing in to get those lines, it's a little bit of a um an insult because yeah. it's like it takes it, like it takes a lot of work to go into a place to hear in that way. And in the mechanics of of writing rap, it's like it's it's like the 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 hook. I mean, not the hook, but the um the flow. And then the rhymes and, and like, it's just, it's a lot. You know what I mean? It's very complex. And so for somebody to be like, Ishan did that for you. I'm like. <laughs> well, so, let's yeah. discuss it though. Let's, let, let's talk about. <laughs> well, we, we discussed it. I, I, right, right. But I, I want to talk about why that is the case in music. And then I want to talk about. Why, what is the case? How you. Why people say that or why people that. write people lyrics? Yeah, yeah. Like why, no, yeah. Why people say it because it's happened, mm-hmm. right? Whoa, but, whoa, whoa, You've never wrote my lyrics? No. It's never happened. No, I'm talking about for, for female oh, okay. r- rappers, okay. artists. I've never wrote your lyrics. But we know that in the society that we're, matter of fact, I, I think this might be 
You yeah, that's this? why I got my hands down here. Okay. I can't hear the play, but I can only hear it when I play music. Okay. Um, we know that in this society, a lot of things were done to um, project, project and show women in a certain light. Yeah. Like from the way women are, are seen, um, the way they dress, you know, a lot of the, a lot of, I, I, I read somewhere a, a while ago that the designers will be men of the clothing that mm-hmm. women should wear. Mm-hmm. And they'll design these outfits that probably traditionally a woman wouldn't have never designed for mm-hmm. herself to wear, mm-hmm. but a man designed it. And then um, even the lyrics, I've heard that a lot of men write what they want, what they fantasize about a woman doing to them and a lot of the secular rap. And right. so this is coming out of the woman's mouth, but it's a man's fantasy. Indeed. Like I've heard that Indeed. Biggie did that with Little Kim. Indeed. I've heard that. I don't know about really just Biggie and Little Kim. I've heard that with. I don't know about like Foxy Brown probably and Jay Z and Foxy probably too. I don't know, but I, I did hear that. So yeah. Yeah. So so we, we we gotta we gotta think about it from that perspective too. This is society we living in that men want to be in control, and they want to project upon women how they should think, how they should act, how they should behave. And a lot of times it, it was to, in terms of the rap lyrics, it was to, you know, present a certain persona, a certain character that they, you know, that whole, just that, that whole ideology, like, it's what they want to see. Like, give me what I want to see. Because men are visual, you know, we talked about that before, and so they create this thing for a woman but how to, does that to, translate to into you writing my lyrics because none of my lyrics are fleshly or sexual in nature like when in the secular realm a man will write a woman's lyrics they're writing her lyrics to say you know these sexual perversions i don't even deal with stuff like that so i'm like what no. what is it that will make somebody think is it because you think a woman is not supposed to be able to rap? Like, yeah. what? what is yeah, it that makes it. people think? Like, where are that's you getting it. that from? That's it. I, I think that's it. Because, like I said, when you... That's the reason why. The reason why was because they wanted to create this image of a woman. And it, not just the rappers who were writing for them, but the record labels themselves wanted to create a persona for women, especially women rappers. So they had to meet certain criteria before they released them to the public. So... That hold happened. on, but hold on. I don't know. Like, what about if we go even way back to like a Roxanne Shantae? Yeah. Or like a Sister Soldier? Yeah. Do people think somebody was writing their lyrics? You know what? That's a good question. Because I don't, I don't think so. I, I, I don't think it was up for debate whether Queen Latifah was writing her lyrics. I ain't say Queen Latifah. I'm but. just saying. But that whole old school. I mean, that, that time. You know, space late and time. 80s. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I don't think people was thinking that then. I don't think so. Because I definitely wasn't thinking when I was listening to them that somebody was writing their lyrics. Right, right, right. Okay, so this is a fairly new understanding that we're dealing with. We're dealing with post... 90s, uh, probably. Yeah, 90s. 90s like rap, Kim, which is Foxy totally Brown, different. Yeah. Charlie Baltimore, like, all, all of that. Um, yeah, I think that's when the idea came. When, when people... Because I think people thought and... You know, sorry, we we, we we talking about we we talking about rap. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want we talking about the culture of rap. That's a part of, of the culture so of I don't it. I think, all right, Lil Kim, Foxy Brown. No, we um, don't. We don't listen to them, but we, we did. We don't. We did. <laughs> when we, we didn't did. know y'all, we, we did. did. 
But I think when Little Kim first came out, it was like this thing where like, wow, she could really rap and all of that. And then when people found out, oh, Biggie wrote that, it was like, oh, see, what, she, they were she, she can't really rap. Oh. She, you know, somebody wrote that for her. And then Foxy came out and did the same thing. So I think at that point, it started to become in people's minds. And I'm that women I'm, can't I'm rap. Just, yeah, I'm, mm. I'm I'm just guessing just because of barbershop talk and, you know, things that have been said over the years. Mm. I think, it, it, you know. Mm. But then you got people like Lauren Hill. Right. Do they? Who, do people think that Lauren didn't write her nah, stuff? But then I, again, I there are people that sued her saying that they wrote her stuff. So I don't know. Oh, oh for, for her first album. Yeah. But her only it, album, right? Her own album. Her only album. Holy album. Yeah, yeah. Well, she, she did I'm not the miseducation, and Lauren, um, the miseducation The Miseducation of Lauren yeah. Hill, not Unplugged or the Fugees. Right, I'm talking right. about... But that's the thing. When when her, she came out, when she was album. with the Fugees, nobody was questioning whether that was her pen. I don't, I don't think I don't remember nobody's like somebody. So what is, somebody is writing it? For her, she was just nice. So then, so then, what is it that makes people think you are writing? Some people, because everybody doesn't think that. Right. But what is it? I really want to know that. May, if you are here listening and you are one of those people, can you please leave a comment? What is it that would make you think that Ishan writes my lyrics? Is it because women are not supposed to be able to rap? Or if you're listening and you don't think that, but you have a clue or a perspective, what is it like that makes people think mm. that you write my lyrics? I don't understand. Is it because I'm supposed to look a different way in order to rap? Is it because I can only have one skill set? So I'm already doing this, so I shouldn't be able to know how to do this too? Is it because people think you want to funnel your ideas through me when you don't need tech because you already do that on your own music? Like, what is it? Because when I hear that, I really don't, understand i'm like why in the world would you think yeah the kind of woman i am the level of integrity that i believe in that i would pretend that i'm saying something that you wrote for me like that's crazy yeah. to me i just would never do that well it, it definitely happens often so i can you know it came out with you know recently what like cardi b her having, you know, people finding out, people thinking, yo, that's her personality mm-hmm. when they hear the music. And it's like, nah. Somebody she's, created she's, that. Yeah, she somebody's, was created. Right. Somebody's writing that for her. And I think Nicki mm-hmm. Minaj, I, I hate saying all these things. I know, so stop. But, but um, you know, she, she was fighting, you know, for the fact, you know, saying like, no, I, I write my own stuff as well. So why it's a it's a debate or why it's a, uh, it's a lot of speculation going on around whether female, whether women are writing their lyrics or they're not. I don't, I don't, I don't know. So yeah, I think that y'all have any idea. And I think the bigger question is while we're on this topic, before we get into the title of this podcast is why is it that there's this stigma or this narrative that women are only supposed to be able to cook and make babies and take care of home? Like, what is it that, why do people think that, you know, some women are not called to more than that? You know, like, I've had a number of people come at me and tell me to be quiet because I'm a woman and all that, but then y'all love the Better Day show. So which one? Because if I be quiet, you don't have that cartoon. Because me and my daughter, which is also a female, created it and I write it. So it's like, which one? Like, because y'all love it. So if I be quiet, then I can't, then I... So, like, which one? No. So, I, one of my things is, like, what is it about people thinking that women only have a role inside of their home and that's it? You know, like, especially when we see scriptures, like, about Proverbs 31, 
I'm not saying that every woman is called to business or, or things like that. Right. Some women, they are called to home. And that's okay. That's beautiful. That's a lot harder than any other job that I ever had in my life is <laughs> home. So it's not even a, it's not even a looking down on it. But there are also women who are called, in addition to home, they are called to a certain skill set. And there are many things from my own personal life that I know the Most High has equipped me with. If I be quiet, how y'all getting healed? Y'all over there learning about healing from narcissism. Y'all over here healing from um, pain with Proverbs. You have the cartoon. It's so many things. So if I be quiet, where? I think traditionally, and I mean from the beginning of time, men have had a problem with women speaking up. Not saying that everything that comes out of a woman's mouth is correct. And not saying that everything comes out that comes out of a woman's mouth is wisdom. Because it's not. It's not. But a woman but, full of the spirit of the most high. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But so we because, ain't talking about but, just but because it's randoms. Been a challenge. But but because men have you know haven't invited you know the idea of being they haven't invited that idea of being challenged by their woman throughout you know throughout the ages so, so what is it a control they want thing? women to be like quiet women they, just need they, to be they, property they, and be controlled right they will they will prefer a, a number of men you mm -hmm. know even now this mm -hmm. is not just an ancient concept you know you know but a number of men would rather their woman yeah. i don't know why it's we they, they they would rather their woman to keep her mouth shut and just do things, and that's crazy to me because the Most High literally said that should help me, and like you personally, like you're a gift to me. Why would you want to shut your gift up? Why would you want to stifle your gift? You know, the Most High has given you certain. Um, understandings and certain perspectives and intuition and wisdom, you know, things that I don't necessarily have that I'm blessed by when you when you open your mouth and share these things with me. You've taught me so much just 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 being sensitive to how you feel and and, and, and saying how you feel. Mm -hmm. The way I'm built, I'll feel something and never come out of my mouth. Mm hmm It'd be all in my head. I'll, I'll deal with it and all of that, but I'll never talk about it. And I've learned that from you. Like, so, you know, I don't have to guess when something's going on with you because you're very vocal about it, which is a blessing because, like I said, I'm learning how to do that myself because it's, it's necessary. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, like, so, yeah, keeping keeping women's mouths shut, I think, has been, a, has been a game that the world has played for a long time. And so when we, you know, take us to the, to the, to the, to the rap mat, um, aspect, yeah, let me say the words for you. Let me tell you what you need to say. You keep your mouth shut. You just, you just sit there and look pretty and just say what I'm about to write for you. <laughs> Do I look like that's, her? No, I know you're not. Her. <laughs> I'm just so saying. I'm like, just saying, but that's but people's. I, so that's what I'm saying. The people that think you write the lyrics for me, do I look like that woman? Mm. No. So where are you drawing that conclusion? So. And listen, I'm not saying that it has anything to do with me. I'm not saying they're drawing that because of something I did. You know, a lot of times people's understandings and perspectives are shaped by their own background and their own history. But what is it in your history that makes you hear something that I wrote, yeah. love it, and be like, Eshan wrote that? Yeah. Like, why can't I write it? Why, why is that? You know? So um, let's talk about 
uh, when I first started rapping, how I start rapping, because I really, um, like the title of this says, it was poetry first. Um, it was. was it poetry for you first too, I think? No? No, because you said it was KRS-One. Yeah, it was KRS-One. But then I started going to poetry classes, which helped me a lot. I started going to, uh, my mother had a college course she would go to about poetry. And she started taking me when I was like 12. And so that took my ability, you know, further. But, yeah, so you started, what you were rapping at, as, as a child, though. No, I was doing poetry first. I did poetry first. I didn't start rapping until I was in college. When you wrote that song with your cousin. No, I was singing. You were singing. It yeah. was a rap, though. No, we were singing. In the morning, no, that was singing. It was? Yeah, and then we had two songs. Me and my cousin, we had a group when we was like 10, 11, 12. And what's the name of the group? TNS. <laughs> and one song was called In the Morning, and then the other one was, what was the other one called? In the Morning I Get Up. I forget what the other song was. I'm was we rapping on that you. other one, that second one? I think you was rapping. I think I remember you telling me you were rapping, but I could be wrong. I, if I could remember the second song, we had two songs. I cannot remember what the second song was. But for me, it was poetry. Like, I did poetry first. Like, I just loved writing poetry. It was the first form of therapy for me. You know, as a child in a, in a coming up in a black household, ain't nobody putting their children in counseling or therapy, right? Like, yeah. you go to church or you pray or you whatever. So I had some sexual traumas and um, some some other traumas that occurred as a child, and I didn't know where to put that pain. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know how to process it as as no child does. Um, but I think the Most High had His hand on me in providing certain outlets to release that pain because I probably would have took my life if I didn't have no way to get some of that out. And one of those things was journaling. It was journaling first. So. I used to write in a diary a lot and then the diary turned poetic. Like I remember just having lines and it just sounded like a line in a poem. And I was like, Oh, mm. that was different. And then I got a separate book and then I started writing poetry. Um, I didn't know anything about structure, format types, haikus, this, that, nothing. I didn't know nothing. And then I started reading more about the different forms of poetry. Then, um, I would just, do haikus a lot like mm -hmm. i did haikus all the time and i think that really exercised the creative part of my brain mm -hmm. and as a child i read all the time so when you marry haikuing which it really makes you think because it's a type of poetry where you you write based on syllables so you can't just write anything if it doesn't fit within that context mm -hmm. right with a person who has a lot of information now having to condense it into a format that was the workings right there for me. So fast forward, I'm writing poetry for years, for years, for years. Fast forward, um, in high school, I was telling my husband a story the other day. I, I don't remember how this happened. I really don't because I'm not really all that great at freestyling. Um, I like to plan my writing. I don't really like freestyling. But my, my, my biological father has a son with another woman. And he was playing a beat downstairs in the basement and it was people over you know you know set up you know they playing the music smoking all that stuff like that they, this they weren't doing that that because 
I think his mom was home. But you know that whole setup when you in the secular realm, you go to the studio is drinks and smoke yeah. and music, right? So I had been in a number of those settings because I was around people that did music, but I will always be quiet. Like I would just watch. I would never ever. Oh my gosh. I was terrified to even speak in front of people. But this time my brother that I, my, my brother that I have, we have the same mother and father was there with the brother who has a different mother and he was playing a beat. And my brother that I'm close to, to this day, he was like, um, she can rap. And his friend was like, no, she can't. He's like, yo, she can. And then the other brother put the beat on and I'm like, oh snap. I don't know how to freestyle at all, but I'm going to just try. <laughs> and I did it. And it just, I was like, oh, I surprised myself. Cause I don't really freestyle like that. And, um, I was like, oh snap. Like, I think I could actually do this. So then I would just rap like in secret, but I wouldn't tell nobody cause I was afraid that I would be made fun of or I would sound it would sound like it, you know, I even, was even after that, even that, after that, I th- was that very, no, nah, I was very, how, how was their response when, when they, when, oh, you know how people, like people do, oh, like that, like you heard that. Um, but I was an introvert and I was, I was terrified of public speaking. Like, te- like I would have like panic attacks. Like yeah. I'm, I can't talk in front of not, maybe not a panic attack, but like an anxiety attack, I'll say. Mm-hmm. Like, it was anxiety. It was like, oh, my gosh, I, it's, it was too much for me. So I would never do that. So when so I did that. you didn't do that again after that? After no. That Heck no. The wow. only time I did it again was I was in college, and I did a class called Poetry and Performance with, um, yeah. shout out Kamika. She was yeah. my uh, professor. She's a dope poet. And she stretched me. She was like, every week you got to go to an open mic and perform your poetry. Yeah. I was like, What? open mic what like in front of people like she's like yes and that's what helped me do stuff in front of people but even then i still wouldn't rap in front of people it was poetry but the way i wrote my poet that's how i write my rap lyrics is is just is poetry first and then i just add it to the beat basically mm-hmm. but um she did that that teacher stretched me in college and every week i would go to open mic you know wherever one was and people would just be like silent like yo and I was like, oh, my gosh, I guess I can write. Like, I must really be able to write. People had told me that I could write stories really well since I was little, like like a little child. Yeah. But I didn't have to speak those stories. I didn't have to publicly or orally translate them for people. It was just you read you read it, you take your interpretation. It wasn't no social anxiety with that um, as much because I was so scared of people reading my stuff. Mm-hmm. But to say my stuff, that was scary. And then um, the way I got to rapping – out in the open was really, we broke up and I did an album and I was rapping on like three or four tracks on that album, which is never to be found by anybody. Don't even go look for it. <laughs> um, it was all about our breakup and I, I usually would sing, but in this album, I just rapped a lot. It was like, I feel like with singing, you can't use as many words yeah. as you can with rap. And I had a lot to say about what happened between you and I. And so that's how the rapping started more than usual on that project about that breakup, the pain that I felt. And then after that, um, I remember when we got back together, you heard that album and you was like, even though I don't like what you're saying about me, you can rap. (laughs) 
And I was like, really? Yeah. And you was like, you need to, you need to rap more. I was like, and that's kind of how it just started more. But I didn't really want to rap like that. I really wanted to sing. Like, that's really where my heart was. But I can rap better than I can sing. So. So you say. I think I can rap better than I can sing. So you just say to this, 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 just to let y'all know, this woman sings around the house and she has a beautiful voice. This woman will sing other people's songs with them and it sounds amazing. But for, for, you know, for whatever reason, when she gets in the booth and attempts to sing something for herself, there's some nervousness that happens. Well, it's just trauma there. Yeah. I've got some trauma there when it comes to singing. Some history of just... Yeah. Yeah. So when I try to go to the mic and sing my own stuff, something happens. Yeah. But it, that doesn't happen when I rap, though. Yeah. Like, happens. rapping is pretty easy for me. Like, I don't even really... I'm just ready. It's not even... It don't really take me long to write a track, you know. The most, the longest it'll take me is like two days to write a verse, if that. Usually, once I sit down, I can get that done. And it's within not two that. days; like it's just you coming back to it. If if I come back to it, yeah. if I sit and be like, I need to do this right now, I will get it, it done in like an hour or less. Or less. I've seen yeah. you do it in I think thirty minutes. A verse, one verse, an hour or less. Now a whole song. That's that's the whole track. That'd be different. I but, can't even write no verse in a half hour. Yeah. It's pretty, like, it just falls out. It's not even, it's, like, effortless. It's crazy. I know, I know. And I don't even w- want it to be that way. Like, I don't, I'm like, y'all cannot sing like this? this like, I would a, yeah. rather, and y'all's like, this is, this is the one yeah. that I got as far as music is concerned, more yeah. than singing, it's rapping. So It's like, he gave that to you, like, no, I, I, I gave you that on purpose. Like, I want you to use that. You like, ah, can I get some more sing? Like, nah, uh. Take because you I know what you speaking of this and use that thinking of this situation that we're talking about as far as with women i've i've always felt that rapping is masculine to be honest i felt that it was very masculine um a masculine gift um why wow, because of the the way artists have, have been i think like, people like, like the dress people the talk style. bad about a strong woman they say she's trying to act like a man if she's strong right number one and I don't like that. Number two, a lot of women, they go into this masculine thing when they rap. No rap oh, yeah. no. Yeah. It's like they go all, like, you can still be feminine and rap. I don't Absolutely. get that. Like, why you got to go into that deep masculine place? Why you can't just be a feminine self and still rap? Right. So, for me, at first, it was that. It was like, I don't really, I don't want to be perceived as a masculine woman. Yeah. I don't want to be perceived as a woman who's trying to be manly you know what i'm saying so even when i did a lot of my rap versus albums all of that i'm very intentional on what i look like what i'm wearing how i dress the movements i make even when you know we've shot certain videos with each other i'm like i don't want to stand like that i don't want to do that like for whatever reason when we like when we shot the fall away they're like do with your hands and i'm like i don't do that though like as a woman i don't move that way i don't and they're like, you got to move your hands more. And I'm like, no, I got to do another type of movement because I don't. But that's just, just, you know, because that was, that was me and Will and Juice telling you to do that. That was for, 
it's it's the aesthetic. It's it's the way. Not, yeah, not, I get it, but the, I don't move like that, right, right. and that's so, what I so, mean. So, even so, that's so you hard. In the middle. Working with men because they want you to even move, but you the, masculine the, 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 sometimes, the and I'm like, it, I don't move like that. The way like, you did it was so was was very graceful, which I really like, and I'm glad it came out that way because when you just rapping. And the cameras is still, it's not too much going on. It makes for a, you know, a boring shot. So I don't see, I see, I don't, I, I disagree with that because I think there isn't, the, the art is still, and it's not boring. So I feel like if you can create a video that is artistic, it doesn't have to be boring. I think there's this misrepresentation or this, idea or perception that rap has to look a certain way and it's not I, you don't got to do all of this to to show to make something interesting well, like i, like, said, I can you... pose a certain way and turn my head lightly and say my line yeah. and the art behind me and the the visual can move i don't have to do all this to, to do but that the, the, the way you compensated in that moment was you put your hands up, but then you had like slight movement. But, but just, and I'm here was, to confess to you that I didn't like it and I didn't want to do it and I still don't like it. When I look at that video, I don't, because really? I don't move that way. Yeah. It's just, as an artist, I want to be who I am. And it's just like you said, there are men who try to tell the woman how to dress, how to move when you do this, to look like this. And it's not her. It's not who she is. So it's like, I, I want to be able to be who I am. And sometimes I think even working with men, it's very difficult because they have their understanding of what you should look like. And then you got in your mind what you should look like. And it's like, I want to be conveyed as a royal queen. A royal queen doesn't do like this. She don't do all of that. That's not how she moves. So it's like, even with my name, my rap name being Zara Royalty, there's a royalness that I want to exude in my imagery. And that doesn't include all of this. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. it's like you... I want to be able to have another movement. I want to be able to have another stance. But I think sometimes, um, and it's not just you, but just men in period when I just work with them and when I've had other jobs, it's like, this is what you need to look like and this is what you need to do. It's just a very dominant controlling thing. It's not like, well, let me hear what you want to do. What, what is it that, what, let me, what, what is your um, perspective of this? And then let me sit with that before I tell you what to do and think, how can I make that happen? No, it's like this is what it should look like. This is what you do, right? And I don't, I don't like that. Well, I think, I, I, and I agree with you. That's 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 good. And I think we we do that now. Like when I shoot for you now, it's more of a conversation. It's not me telling you do this, mm -hmm. do that. But I think, especially me, me and Juice, me and Will, we started. Shooting. Let me just clarify. I'm not talking about right you and Juice. I'm talking about in general for women. I know, but the, so, so so the mentality, yeah, for, for women. It's it's um, it can be a little extra, but for men, as a person that, that shot a lot of videos for artists, nine times out of ten, if the artist is not used to doing this, and they haven't been doing it for a long time, they don't know what to do. So you have to give but them direction. Let me direction. just hold on for your little slight shade, <laughs> okay? Because well, you've been doing shade? this for a long time, no, but I'm new at videos. I'm not talking. About I ain't new at this though. No. No, I'm, I'm not But I'm just you. saying, like, I went to school for visual arts. You did. So what I'm saying is I've been in front of the camera. Right. I used to have to do this, you know what I mean? Right. So, And I've done movements in front of the camera yeah. where I didn't have to do all this. Right, right. You have, that, so that, it's that, just, that, I think people put women in a box. I hear what you're saying. You're saying. I'm just saying this is what we're used to 
when it's time and to shoot a music video, it doesn't matter if it's male or female. what I'm saying is stop doing what you used to. That's tradition. Stop just doing what you and, used right. to. And that's what I've learned now. But I know before, it's like, okay, you tell the artist what to do, how to move. Uh, pretty much because you're behind the camera, okay. you're, you're, you're informing the artist on what they need to be doing so that it I translates get that well. If that's what that artist wants, and I get taking direction from a director, that's yeah. fine. But in order to give good direction, you have to understand the artist. Yeah, I, you can't absolutely. make me and shape me into who you want me to be. You no, have to understand I, who I am. That's and it. who I am don't want to rap like this. I don't want to do that. That's it. That's it. And so a, a, I think when, and that's what I mean, when it comes to men can do that. You know what I'm saying? And then um, I think, you know, men just work with each other in a different way because y'all are already thinking alike. So you're not speaking two different languages when you're working with each other. You might have different temperaments and all of that, but for the most part, you are y'all on the same page. With when a man working with a woman, where the conflict can come in sometimes is y'all don't speak the same language. Y'all speaking two different languages, and then you're trying to achieve one goal. And what I'm saying is, when we're trying to achieve that goal, let's hear each other because no, I'm going to hear yeah, you yeah. as a director. Yeah. Not you, but just period, a director, whoever is a director. And then I'll, I expect to be heard for myself. Absolutely. But I'm just saying, working at some of the top corporate companies in New York, in Manhattan, in Philly, in wherever I worked at, mm. this is a, a pattern where a lot of men, they want to just dominate and control a woman and tell her what to do. Statistically speaking, there are men who get paid more for a job, the same job that a woman is doing. Yep. As it. The same thing culturally. There's different cultures who get paid more. Like, these are stigmas that are in society, and they show up when you try to work with somebody. Yeah. So I'm just saying the video was dope when we did it. I don't, I don't have no issues with the video. Um, but just as a woman, and I wish it was another woman artist up in here so they could see. Because, see, if you're not an artist, you don't get this. You don't understand what we're talking about. It seems simple. It seems It is not. But if you're an artist, you know what I'm talking about. When you get on the scene... And, and it's it's dominated by men. It can be a conflict of you being who you are. No, absolutely. And so... Like I said, I, oh. I, I think now, for me learning that, you know, especially, you know, shooting a lot of your stuff um, since, since you started making music for yourself or even making music with me, um, I've learned to work with you. And, 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 and granted, like I said, as a as a director or somebody that, 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 that shot a lot of video, you get into that mold where you expect to tell the person, but that's a great point that you bring up. No, ask me. Because, you know, everybody's not like that. Everybody doesn't mm -hmm. have something to say. Mm -hmm. Other people are just like, they just like, tell me, tell what, me to what to do. Tell me what to do, yeah. But, you know, for artists like yourself that's not like that, that has a perspective, that has a way she wants to be uh, captured and presented, you know, that's important for any director. You know, mm -hmm. but yeah, we, 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 we're in a world, you know, where that is, that is frowned upon. Listening to a woman oh is gosh. frowned upon, you know, we, yeah. people are like, yo, just be quiet yeah, and let us. And that's why I think a lot of women find themselves <laughs> in the position they find themselves in with, you know, dressing a certain way, communicating a certain thing through the music. Um, it's because you got a bunch of people around you telling you what you need to be doing. And, and that's, that's the thing that I don't, I think a lot of people don't understand, um, when it comes to music, which floods into every other area of life is 
when people are doing music, they're they're trying to shape a perspective for you. Um, especially in the secular realm, when they do a music video, it, everything from that woman's hair to her clothes to what she say to what that video looks like is sending you a message. And so I feel, especially in today's society, with this, you know, telling people you you can pick a sex, you ain't this, you you could be what you want to be. I'm very conscious of remaining feminine. I don't want to. I don't want in any shape. You know what I mean? Because I already know what a lot of children are being exposed to nowadays. I already know what the music industry is doing, yeah. and I want. I want especially other women and younger girls to see you can be feminine and still have something strong to say and you don't have to look like a man when you say it and also for boys and men to see you can respect and honor a strong woman she doesn't she doesn't have to be behaving like a man because she has something strong to say men are not the only ones who have something strong to say have we read scripture like let's talk about that word strong because when I, I say heard, strong, I'm saying things that are uncomfortable to hear, right? Or um, something that you know most people interpret as, um, like, I don't even I don't want to say opinion, but a lot of people think, and this is from just a lot of experience, that a man you can say something real strong right now, but if I say it, it's like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. like if you say it, it's manly. If I say it, it's whoa, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's like it's this. That's just the misconception that a lot of people have, and mm-hmm. I deal with it. So strong as an assertive, assertive, firm, direct, direct. You know, mm-hmm. just knowing what I mean and what I say and saying what I mean. Yeah. These are not male or feminine things. They're righteous they're things. things. That, this is how any person should be. They're things that threaten the male ego. I feel like. Wait, what did you say? I missed that. A woman speaking direct and firm, it threatens the male ego. Why? Because she's supposed to be told what to do and submission is only for the woman and not a mutual gift. And I think men... First, And, and this conversation is going in a whole totally different direction than it was intended, but... It wasn't the, no intention because we didn't know the, where it was going to go. The intention comes from the father, so it is what it is. Um, but I think men want to – men's understanding – a lot of men. I, I'm, not, I'm not speaking for all men, of course. Mm-hmm. A lot of men's understanding of respect is false. They think respect is one thing when it's – Something totally different. What do they different. think it is? Just doing what they I say? They think doing what, do I, what say. I say. And don't think, even say nothing back. Right. Or if you say something. They better agree with me. Even if it doesn't agree, but be very, like, be very polite if you don't understand or you don't agree. Like, be very polite about it. Don't be. Direct direct and don't be stroke my ego stroke my ego make me feel good make me feel like i'm in charge i'm in control like make me make me feel like i'm who i think i am i am who i think i am and when that doesn't happen you know people feel like they they feel disrespected i think i you said people feel i think a 
wounded ego feels like that. I so think a healed yeah. man doesn't feel like that. I a think a healed man is not waiting for a woman to make him feel like a man. Absolutely. That's nobody else's job Absolutely. but that man's job to Absolutely. make himself feel like a man. Absolutely. Now, I can be loving and nurturing and supportive, but if you as a man expect me to make you feel like a man, we failed before we gotten started because That's it. That's it. no woman can do that. No woman possesses the ability to make a man feel like a man if he don't already feel like one. Yeah. Yeah. Now she can love him well and nurture him well, but that ain't my job. And yeah. if you give me that job, I'm be exhausted a lot. Because listen, man, that's like having another child. Yeah. At the end of the day. Yeah. It took me a while to learn that though, because I honestly thought early on that you know women are supposed because of the things that I've I've seen on television, because of the way I've seen certain men act that have been in my life um, growing up. They look for the woman to treat them like their mother. Mm. And the mother is normally, you know, you know, tell you, you can do anything. Hey, baby, you know, I'm going to make you food. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And it's like a mother that coddles her. And, and all mothers not like this, of course. But a mother that coddles her son and, and just like, I'll do anything for you, whatever you need. And a lot of men look for that in women. And then that's the psychology that I talked about dynamic. on my Zara Royalty channel where Francis, what's her name? Francis? Cresswell. Uh, Cresswell, whatever. What? Cress I don't Wilson. want to say what, whatever. Um, Cresswell. Cress Wilson. Wilson broke down how black men called a women mom. Mama. And then Mama. the black woman calls her do baby baby like these are psychological seeds yes. where you want me to be your mother i'm your wife yeah and then i gotta treat you like a baby in order for you to feel like a man what are we doing this is like confusing it's crazy but this is the language and yeah. then we gotta go back to the crib go back to what, the crib. that's for a baby we're not yeah. going back to the crib like what yeah. are we doing but these are this is psychological witchcraft i feel it is where it's feeding the narrative to have a certain, for these roles to traumatically exist in these unions and these relationships, and that is not the way it's supposed to be. I am not nobody's mother but my children's mother. I'm not going to parent my child. Yeah. I mean, my husband. Yeah. So it's just like, but when you say these things, that's why I stopped calling you baby a while ago. Like, why do I call you baby? It's cute and it sounds endearing, but I'm, it's almost like I'm speaking down to you. You're not a baby. You are whole grown Hebrew man, like whole, yeah. like, and I'm calling you baby. I just, yeah. It minimizes you. Yeah. And so, and, and then if you never you. call me ma, I am not your mother. Like, so it's just like, um, that's what I'm talking about. Those stigmas, those perceptions, that psychological warfare on people that comes into the workplace that comes into music. And so when you have this certain understanding as a man, and then you're working with a woman, you meet a healed woman and you may not be so healed. You bring that perspective to her. She like, I'm excuse, excuse me, what I'm not doing that. And then now she's too direct or right. she's too manly now, because of what your perspective is. Yeah. Or she's a feminist. You're, you're, you're practicing feminism. Yeah. It's like, come on, bro. No, I'm practicing healing. Yeah. That's what I'm practicing. Yeah. So it's just very frustrating to deal with. And um, it's one of the reasons why I haven't put a lot of music out. You know, a lot of people constantly asking me why I haven't done more music. It's, it's a war trying to get stuff out. Just the battle of the sexes 
it's hard because you, you thinking you're dealing with spiritual people who are spiritually well and emotionally well, and they're not. And in order to get a lot of projects done, there are a lot of pieces. It's not me writing the lyrics is the easiest part. That's like only one part of the puzzle. Yeah. But then you got mixer and you got master and you got video shoot, you got wardrobe, you got this. You, it's a lot of layers and it involves a lot of different people. And sometimes it's hard to find people who can respect boundaries and respect you, especially as a woman. Like it may not be as difficult for a man because like I said, men are speaking the same language. They have these same understandings. They're, they're kind of going in the same direction with that. But then when you meet a woman and you meet a woman like me, now I'm difficult. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, I, I, I really, you know, so sometimes I'll just be like, I ain't doing nothing. Like, you know what I mean? Just, yeah. I, I ain't putting well, that out. A, a, you know? a lot of the things we just mentioned are things that have been reinforced in, back into society um, through television, through movies, through music, through just several different vehicles. These things are always being reinforced, so it's, it, it always feels like there's a mm-hmm. there's tension between men and women. And, yeah. and, and for the quote unquote black people, it's it was meant to 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 be a decisive yeah. thing for it us is. to always keep us separated, yeah. divide and conquer type thing. Yeah. Um, because and they've, and they've achieved a, it, a, man. A, a, a healed, a healed, quote unquote, black man, and a healed, quote unquote, black woman is is really nothing to play with, man. Yeah. Like society, the world can't take it. They had to break it down. They had to. They had to. Ah, oh, they had. To, they had to tear it down because mm-hmm. those two next to each other, those two pillars next to each other. They're going to take over. That's just how the most high designed it. That's how he designed us. But I think there's been an attack on that in in, in, in multiple different ways. But I think it was a beautiful um, experience doing it is what it is album with you. Because in the past, it was hard doing music with you because you were a lot more uh, misogynistic, I feel. um, Then I would be like, definitely okay, I would do a verse for you and then I'm, I'm out of here. Like, I'm not about to, you know, because we would get in arguments and I didn't want to argue with you. But um, it is what it is was not like that. So I don't want, I'm not talking about it is what it is. I'm talking about general. Because yeah. um, I see your face. You're like, you talk about me. I'm not, I'm not talking no, about. Okay. I don't think you're talking about me. Oh, okay. I'm I not, know I'm not like that. Okay. No I'm not talking about you. Um, But there was a time where that was you. Yeah. But you've come to know, um, who I am and and I have I've had to just set a lot of boundaries with like no I'm not doing that or no and then it it comes across like too strong but that's the way that I'm able to communicate and express myself in in who I am and so it was a battle with even me and you at first but it is what it is was an awesome project like it was no um it was no issue really on that project like we was good on there I don't think we argued about nothing we didn't have no arguments, no nothing. Just about some of the beats. We didn't argue, though. I'm talking about, like, in the we past, we have argued. Like, we yeah, have gotten to yeah. an argument. Like, yeah. Um, but th- it is what it is. It was no argument. I mean, of course, when you're working with somebody, you're going to have conflict. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you all right now. Here, here's the issue that we had on. It is what it is. Here's one of the issues we had. <laughs> you got to do all of that? Yeah. My wife. You know, sometimes she, she just don't want to do what she don't want to do, and that's fine. 
But I have. Why should I? I have. I have desires. You understand? But them, them, if them desires wife, is fleshly. Listen, they are. They are. Listen, I'm not, not going to front. I ain't fulfilling no fleshly it desire is, now. I be wanting my wife to rap on hard, hard gutter, gutter, hood beats. And that's not and, me. And and, and 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 she don't be feeling that. When I first, when she first did her first feature on one of my songs, it was 2008. No, it was 2007. It was the end of 2007. We were still in Philadelphia. She was pregnant, big belly. We was about to move from Philadelphia to Florida. And I was finishing up a mixtape that I was about to release before... Um, we left. She's in the studio, and she let me hear a verse before, like when the we tension? first when we first got back together. She let me hear a verse, yeah. And then we sit in the studio, and I'm 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 doing like five or six records at a time. Like normally, I go in the studio, I'll do one song. This time, I was doing like five or six records trying to finish this mixtape. It was like eighteen tracks on this mixtape, something like that. And so we in the studio. And I think one of the beats, I, I, I think I asked you to do it in the studio. I think I, I asked you to do it in the studio. We came but back. I thought you told me it. before we went to the studio I was going to do that. Then you told well, me maybe before. You did. Yeah, maybe you, you told you me did. before then. Okay. But this record, it was called Detention. It was, it was me, my wife, and like three other rappers on it. And it was hard. All men. I was the only female. <laughs> and was y'all hard. was all hard. Everybody was it hard. It was hard. It was a and hard And I up here pregnant and feminine. And she, she, <laughs> she got the big belly, and she just went in and just killed it. And it was a, man, it was a proud moment for me, That was a hard me, beat. As a husband, that was a proud moment Well, actually, me, you know what? That wasn't, that beat, I didn't consider that beat hard. That beat was hard. I didn't consider the that beat, beat hard. A lot of y'all, or m- m- many of y'all may not uh, remember this beat, but it's a, it's a rapper called O.C. He had a song called Time's Up, and it was back in the 90s. And that beat was hard. That beat was real hard. I don't think it and was so that she, hard to me. She gets on it and just goes crazy. She just start killing it. And I'm like, that's your wife? Yeah, when people hear I wonder that if they thought you wrote to that day. too. I wonder if they when we was in the studio if they thought she wrote that too. I don't know. But she killed it. And so I've always been wanting to relive that moment. Oh, Honestly, my gosh. Just personally, I've, I've been wanting to give her another record like that. Oh, and my have her gosh. just go in. You know, let me be me. That's my flesh. Though. Let me be me. Yeah, it's all good. But I did that for you, but that that's ain't the, me. You know, that's the little, the little, uh, the issue that we had with, with, uh, it is what it is. I had some records tucked to the side, like yeah, and she was like, nah, I ain't really. He feeling wanted me to gorilla. Get on my gorilla. She's like, I'm not really feeling. I'm like, what? That's crazy. But you know, it is what it is. Just like the album, it came out good. Yeah, I love that album, but I know you think it was soft. He 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 says it's soft, you know, for him. He calls he calls it it's is what it is soft. Though. It's beautiful because <laughs> he like harder stuff. But you know, we made a compromise. I did some stuff you wanted, and then you did some stuff I wanted, and yeah. that's you know that's what you do. Absolutely. You know? Like so, we just we met each other halfway on Absolutely. that. But I, if it's I, my project, I'm not trying to meet nobody halfway on my project. If I'm if we doing a a, a project where we're co-writing it and we're co like. Then of course I can't just have my way, but if it's my project for a team to come in and tell me who to be is like, 
No, that's that's the industry type you, stuff. You, you did not... let me get one off though. The what? It's Love record was hard. Yeah, and I don't like It's Love. But I did that for you. That's what I'm saying. We compromised on that. Yeah. I didn't like It's Love. Yeah. A lot of people like It's Love. I didn't like that. Yeah, but you see that you see that though. A lot of people like that, right? What is it? I'm sorry, y'all. You okay? My child. Is it okay? You all right? Uh uh. Don't no. I don't want you eating over nobody's house right now. Uh uh. Mm-mm. Turn that light on right there. Y'all get some water. Yeah, turn it on. Y'all excuse uh, me, y'all. I gotta get my children some I'm water. Gonna... I'll be right back. Okay. You can do this. You can finish talking. Alright, so what was I saying? Yeah, hold on. You talking about it's love. So it's love, yeah. I was I wanted to say say to you, you see people like that. Yeah. And so you didn't want to do it, but people people liked it. And so that's my point. Me trying to stretch my wife in that direction to, to rap on more hard beats. It's for the benefit of y'all, man. It's my love for the people. Oh, my God. I want to give... your pride and ego. <laughs> Stop it. I want to give y'all something that y'all can enjoy, man. You know, I'm all about making... I'm all about making music that the people are going to love and enjoy. Nah, I'm just playing. I'm all about trying to be obedient. But I still feel like I have to be, you know, creative in a sense. I, I still want to put a twist on it. And a certain twist that I like with the music. That's fine. You can have your twist. Just don't twist me. <laughs> um, You can have your twist. And sometimes I twist for you a little bit. And then sometimes I don't. And that's, and that's okay. Fine. That's, cool. You that's know? cool. I just want you to see that record, though. You was hesitant to do it at first. I see. And it turns out to be one of people. But I still don't like it. And I have the right to not like it. It's totally okay for me to have my perspective. Like people can love it and I can and I cannot like it and it can be okay. And you don't like that at all? Not really. Really? (laughs) So I just I don't, but it's nothing against nobody else. That's just my right to not like something. I think a lot of people feel like you don't have a right to not like something. If I like it, you should like it. Like, no, if I don't like it, I cannot like it. And no, it's okay. No, so yeah, yeah, no. I, I think it's fine that you don't like it. I mean it's hard to believe because I think it's such an amazing it's an amazing record. But, you know, it is what it is. Well, um, I'm not saying that it's a bad record. I'm just I, I'm, saying I, that no, no, it's I, not I know what you're saying. I just don't, don't like That's it. Like y'all ever to. listen to an album and say it's 10 tracks on the album. You got your favorites, right? Um, unless it's one of those albums where it's just unskippable. Like, every, you like everything on there. Like Miss Education. Well, some songs I don't like on Miss Education. Mm. But on It Is What It Is, it's some that I skip. <laughs> if I listen to it, it I just, I got the right to skip. Because I just, I don't, I don't hate it. It's just not my taste, you know? It's just like, what's something I don't really like to eat? Um... Curry. I don't like curry. So look, that's, it's that's not my taste. That's interesting, though, when you think about it, because a lot of people think just because you did something, you gotta love it. And so I, I did think, that for you, and I, I think when you love people, sometimes I think you do things for them is, that you don't like that that they but, will like. You know, but this is a um, because you know I'm not. This is not a, a, a concept or an idea that I'm unfamiliar with. I have plenty of my own songs that I don't like. That mm-hmm. people love. Yeah. 
you know, some of my biggest records are records. I'm yeah, like, mm. the biggest ones. I don't like those. I'm like, that's so, the one so y'all love. I, I I can understand that. Mm-hmm. Being as though me, you, and I did it together, and I feel good about it. It's <laughs> I like, should wow, too. <laughs> yeah, but I trust me. I understand you not, you know, really liking it like that. But you know, mm-hmm. still delivered mm-hmm. awesomely well mm-hmm. on the song. Mm-hmm. So, but that's for for the people listening. Just if if y'all don't know, their artists can have a song that they enjoy making, or mm-hmm. they 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 put their all into, and it came out wonderful. But they just don't really care for it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's possible. But I know a lot of people's like, "Why you don't like that?" Up, oh, somebody just they telling you right here. It's what? my least favorite on the album. I love the message, but the beat turned me off. See? Wow. Okay. So you got to get out the chat right now. Find your way out the chat. No, cuz oh Michael no, T, playing. I feel you. I'm I feel playing. you. I feel you. No, nah, that's what's up though. So, yeah, you know, it's just I think it's just people. There's thousands of people that feel otherwise. Yeah, it's but just people say, oh, I feel that's you. shade. I feel you. Oh, that's shade. You see how petty you are? There's thousands of other people that liked it. I feel you though, cuz My husband just love that song. He he can't un, he can't fathom how anybody else would not. That's just how he is when it comes to music. He if he loves something, is it don't connect in his head that it's possible that somebody else don't no, so it connects. It don't. It, it still ain't connecting with with its love. You still you still think how nah, how how? It, nah, yeah, nah, nah, I get it. I get it. You don't get it. Get but it. you know it's all good. So the title of this um, podcast was uh, it was poetry it first. Was poetry first. And so yeah, that was the story of it. Um, I ain't even get into you know my story about watching you do poetry when we first met. You know, how I, want, I wanted to tell though? that story. That was not relative to rap, though. Because, but it was before it was it was before the MC came out, though. Mm. I mean, you before can you it? before you became the MC, this was the early. You're this was the early so stages. You saying that's so heavy? Yeah. What the MC? It's the MC. It's the M because yeah, it's the MC because it's the MC because because it's the MC. Let me just tell this story real quick, <laughs> and then we're gonna let y'all go. So when I first met my wife, she's in college. I was a bum. A bum? I wasn't no bum. But I was, yeah, I was I was roaming around. She was in college, further her, her education, taking stuff seriously. I was just trying to be a rapper. And I was, uh, I was hanging out with my wife one night. And did, did I discover the book or did you just show it to me? Your poems. I think you was at my apartment and you asked me what it was, and I told you I write poetry, and you was like, "You do? Yeah. Let me hear one." And I was like, <gasps> "Yeah, no, yeah. like because Kamika had already been making me get more socially confident, so I shared it with you." And and when I read, you you didn't share it with me. You made me read it. You I didn't me, share it with no, you. No, you made me read them. I was reading. Oh myself. gosh, you aggressive about that? No, you you, you made me read them. Yeah. You made me read them. When I read them, I'm like, "That's funny that are, I wouldn't make you, you read are. it because it's, it's, you can't, you can't read my melody." I so. remember, I remember you let me mm. read it, the poetry. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't read it to me. You, 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 you were, you were shy about it. Mm. And so I read it, and I was like, "Yo, this is really good," because I didn't know you to be a poet. I just, you know, we we hadn't got that, we hadn't known each other that long. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, this is really good. And then as you begin to, I guess, get in your bag more with it, you know, once she has you 
going out and performing, I was there with you, you know, at a at a few of the um, the poetry spots, and I remember just watching you do your thing. And I was telling you the story the other day when I watched you. She used to carry around this this uh, binder. First of all, we're not going to do that like it's luggage. Cause it was not that big. Carry, she used to carry around binders. It was that, not. That you always do that. Around. It was a bind. It was not that big, bro. Yeah. It was like a. It was like a. I think it was, it was only it a was one. Peaking. It was only a one subject binder. No. No, it was this a one subject binder. It had to be like that thick. No. No, nah, it, it was thick though. It, it, it wasn't that thick, but it was thick. She had like. I don't know how many poems. I had in there. like maybe fifty poems in yeah. there. That's not a it lot. Was, she used to carry this around when it was time to perform, and people knew, like you knew, it was about to go down. And people didn't know, I knew. I'm like, man, she about to wait till these people hear this poem. Wait till they hear that poem, and she would do it every time. It would just be, it, it would be amazing. People would I be blown away. Poetry. I just said, I think Listen on my Zara Royalty channel, I want to do poem. Do some poems like every so often in the video. Yeah, you I should. You should, cause she did a. She did. It, it was two poems that I remember. If these walls could talk. If these walls could talk. And, and daddy's, daddy's little, little girl, girl I, wasn't. I wasn't. These two poems would always get a rise out of the crowd. Yeah. They would be. They wouldn't rise. They would be silent, and then some would cry, and some would be like. They would be. It just be quiet. I would yeah. be like, did I do a good job? Because nobody's saying it. And then afterwards, people just come up to me like, oh, my gosh. Like, Heavy, yeah. heavy, heavy. It would really put people like in a place of, I don't know. She she would just paint, and she she does it now. If you read her book, um, all of her books, but the, the It Came to Pass book in particular, she gonna paint a vivid picture every time she write, and so it's even more with the poetry. And she would really just bring people to a place where they just had to really think and feel, you know. And so that's the, those are the uh, that's evidence of a really a really special um, writer. So when she transitioned from the poetry to now writing raps, is his only right that she receives a lot of the same acclaim or a lot of the same um, respect as, you know, as you did when it was just the poetry. So That's why it bothers me when people say Ishan wrote that. <laughs> of like, course, and it should because you, you, you are like, very... Oh my gosh, I can't even write my own lyrics, bro. Like, for you, real. You're a profound writer. And so I'm glad we got a chance to talk about this and discuss this, though, just to put yeah. it out there. Um, more to come. Yeah. So I'm working on an album now with this guy. Well, he's not, we're not doing an album together. I'm doing my own album. Yeah. But he's gonna, you know, help me with the production and the mixing and mastering and all that stuff. And record so, it and all of that. And record me and all of that stuff. But we're working on it now. Envy just dropped last week. The single dropped. It's available everywhere. Envy. If you look in, uh, um, hmm, it's not in the description to this video because I didn't plan on talking about Envy. Mm. But um, if you go to the main page of this YouTube channel and you hit channels, you go to Zara Royalty, Envy will be up there. Or you can just type Envy 
or it's available. Why are you staring at me like this? I just feel you staring at me. I was looking over here. Hmm. Um, <laughs> Envy is available on all outlets. Uh, Zara Royalty. Go grab Envy. that. So, so you a better Hebrew than me now? You know more than me now. Uh, people like, why you say God? I say God for a reason. Right. Because people that's envious, they don't really know Yah. Mm. So I Talk say God. Him. You you do know God Talk more than me. Him. You do. You been on more than me, all the laws and the feasts and the calendars, even Hebrew, the Greek now. But uh, with all that knowing, you don't know me. You don't know. I the spirit, recognize spirit. Yeah, yeah. The perfect love be casting out fear in. It does. All them stuff you feel is just fear in. Uh-huh. All the envy robbing your healing. Yup. That's it, yeah. Just, just end it right there, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Each all they write that, okay? <laughs> Yo, so, yeah. I have a hard enough time getting my own raps out. Like, you think, <laughs> you know, it take her 30 minutes to write a rap. It take me three weeks. <laughs> I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't writing no rounds for my for, for my queen. That's and we, we shot the video for Envy, That's but I'm mad, pen. y'all, because I don't really like it. We're we're in dispute over this video because I don't like it and he likes it. It's a nice simple video. I don't you know, like it. It's dope. I feel like maybe y'all see it, maybe y'all won't. I don't know. I'm gonna have to shoot something. He else. wants he wants me to shoot it. You want me to shoot it over though, so don't sit there and say you like it because you asked me I'm to shoot it I'm just saying it could go either way. Because the video is done. He he did it for me. He edited everything. I like some of the shots, but I'm not feeling it. I don't feel like it's I don't feel like it's representing where I want this album to go and this project to go. Look at you, uncomfortable and you mad at me. I ain't mad. Yes, you are. Look at your face. Mm. I'm not saying it's it's a bad video. I just it it's like with his stuff. I do the same thing with his stuff. He'll show me and I'll be like, nah, you need to add that or that's nah, that's that could be better, or you know what I'm saying? But he don't want me to do that for my own self, though. No, I do. I do. So, Envy, the video is shot and edited, but I'm not, I don't, it's, no, it's not done. So, we're going to figure that out. I might end up just having to, um, oh, look at your face. Shoot the whole thing over. I feel like that's a waste of time. Let's do it. Let's do it. I do not feel like shooting a whole nother video over, y'all. All right, y'all. That was episode 52. It was poetry first. Ishan Burgundy, for the record, does not write none of my lyrics. He is a great support, though. He's there with me for the whole ride. I go to him right after I write. Listen to this. I do do that. And he helps me with a lot um, when I do music. But for the most part, I pick my own beats. I do my own music. Sometimes he'll send me a beat. He'll shoot me a beat. But for the most part... Ishan is not, um, I'm not his puppet. So, yeah. Not at all. That was that. Did you have any last words, sir? All praise be unto the most high. Thank y'all for tuning in. Peace. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow Transparency the Podcast on Instagram. At Transparency the Podcast. We'll talk to y'all next time. If there is a next time. Oh, my gosh.